0: Hey, what's up, coaches? Welcome to the Coach Podcast. This is Jared Medlin today. My co-host is barricaded in his uh, workout room upstairs, Eric Voris. Sorry you're not with me here today, buddy. But I am joined by our fearless leader, Dustin Tappan, today. Thanks for jumping on, man.
1: You know what? Uh, I, when you asked me to do it five minutes ago, I was uh, honored that you would have <laughs> thought about me in advance. Now you've you've you told me a little while ago that I get to do this, and I, th- I think this is maybe my second time jumping on a podcast. Yeah, man. Um, I I'm grateful. I I can't think of many things more important than having a conversation that we know is going to be helpful for our coaches, as um, as our coaches probably have heard from every student pastor, and certainly from the the times when they've heard from us, like we we love coaches. Like they are everything to our student ministry. And so a chance to to encourage and maybe sharpen a little bit was uh, right up my alley. So I'm thankful for the invitation.
0: Heck yeah, man. Glad to have you. Uh, just thinking about the context of the conversation we're going to have today, like what an unbelievable time in history, right?
1: We're in unique times. Yeah, unique <laughs> times. We'll, we'll remember when. There, there will be a day in 10 years and 20 years and 30 years when everybody will look back and say, hey, do you remember that time? Do you remember when the... Vi-? There'll be some type of anecdotal way of referring to it, but do you remember that time when the virus was here? And the world changed forever. Yeah, we'll remember. It'll we'll be good
0: <laughs> for sure. Well, let, let's bring just like a little bit of levity for that, to this conversation. Yeah, before it gets
1: too hardcore.
0: Um, tell me about your day, man. How how are you passing the time in the Tappan household right now?
1: Yeah my my approach to uh, particularly crisis is to keep as much normal as possible. So my my work schedule has remained just about the same. Uh, I don't see a lot of people in the office, and so what I end up, uh, who I end up interfacing with, is all through Zoom. But my my workday has started about the same time, and um, like what I do, I can I can really do a lot of advanced planning and. I can get to like what we want to do in the fall. And so it hasn't hasn't slowed me down a ton. Just not able to work on a lot of things that matter today. Most of the things that we're working on are for tomorrow and beyond that. So that's that's changed a little bit. But now, I, you know what? I've, I've loved being able to wake up a couple times a week now. My day starts with a hike or it ends with a hike. Love a little outdoor time. Um, I don't know. Every day I find a, a, a point to kind of treat myself right now. My main thing to... To drink because I'm taking a hiatus from iced tea is oh, no. uh yeah, which is painful. The world but is it's for the, Lord. Is really it's for the Lord. Ending. I am right now, I'm consuming uh like I love uh Mountain Dew zero sugar is <laughs> so delightful. And a mellow yellow zero sugar orange strawberry blend is oh. uh magical. So I, one of those kind of like that's that's my what everybody else is probably like a cu- a cup of coffee, that's my like treat for the day is that I get some tasty drink like that. Treat yourself.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you so gotta love dumb. Parks and Rec, man. That's awesome. Uh, did you get a work out workout in today? I did. Yeah, what'd you
1: up, do? Started out my day. Nobody cares. <laughs> Genuinely, nobody cares about my workout, so I'm not <laughs> even gonna bother. But that's my that's my first thing. That's my trigger to begin the day. If I if I don't do that, it, it feels weird. So I work out, and um, my my routine is typically workout, um, Bible work. I start like that. Workout, um, get into the Word, and then I work. Never planned on it being three W's, but because we work at a church, (laughs) I was going to say everything has to alliterate, it has to preach. Everything we do has to preach.
0: Three point sermon (laughs) right there. Uh, Yep. (laughs) That's killer, man. Uh, Thanks for just being a model of uh, just being so disciplined, man. You're always challenging me, and I appreciate that. Hey, let let's dive into this for our coaches today. I uh, wanted to lean into a little bit of uh, how our current circumstances change the game uh, and just lean into some of your wisdom and advice uh, for all of us as coaches right now.
1: Yeah, you know when when we were first beginning this discussion about what to what to talk about with the podcast um, initially my thought process was going towards, you know, wanting to, wanting to give coaches something that would be helpful for them as coaches, um, you know, directly related to students. But as I was writing down my content, I think that it's just, it's just content that's going to be helpful for humans, particularly humans that trust Jesus. And then by indirect connection, you know, if, if this is helpful for your marriage or if it's helpful for your parenting, uh, or helpful for coaching, uh, well, that's a bonus. But I I think this is just some things that can be helpful for you uh, individually as you you manage the season that we're in right now. And I just wrote down three three really quick thoughts that could be helpful for uh, utilizing the virus, like how we can use the virus to our advantage. You can write some notes down if you'd like. Um, but three thoughts, you know, the first thought came about because I, as we've all realized, we've known this, but I don't know if there's ever been a time that we've known it as much as we do right now, that our world does not trust Jesus. You can smell the fear in the air. I mean, it's everywhere. When you're in the grocery store, you can sense it. When you're online, it just emits this fear. And our, our world does not our world does not trust Jesus, and right now, more than I could ever remember, you sense it, you see it everywhere, in in the stock market, and in the housing industry, and the grocery store, and online, and wherever you might might see that. And so, um, what I wanted to um, give to you was maybe another way of of viewing the world. Of course, we want to we want to position ourselves in terms of of living according to faith and not by fear, but Um, what I wanted to just encourage you was from a a verse in Psalms chapter 15, uh, a real familiar passage. And it reads just in the very beginning, it says, uh, who may dwell in your sacred tent, talking to God, Lord, who may dwell in your sacred tent? Who may live on your holy mountain? It's the one whose walk is blameless, who does what is righteous, who speaks the truth from his heart. And it gives a list of things to do. Um, what What I... I think is the the perfect opportunity right now for those of us who believe is to embrace this brokenness mindset. It's to realize that, and what I mean by brokenness mindset is not a, a you know, a, a brokenness like I my heart aches for everybody's finances or for anybody that has. Um, the virus or you know, anything like that. That, that, that may be true. You could be saddened by what's going on in the world, which we, we, are. we are, we are saddened by that. And at the same time, still not broken. Brokenness, a biblical brokenness means that I recognize my dependence on God. I realize that without him, I am nothing. So you have a lot of rich people that could not be broken and you have a lot of poor people that cannot be broken because it's a mindset where we decide every single day that we depend on God, like we need him. And never in, maybe never in a time so far in our life have we realized like, man, we need him. We need him right now. And uh, I think the Christian should rise up and be broken. I think we should depend on God. So uh, first key really is to embrace the brokenness mindset. Second key, unless you wanted to jump in on that.
0: Keep going, brother. Got it. I love where you're headed.
1: So um we we can also see that like, you know, that there's within within the world right now, there is a a consumer, like, there is a consumer addiction. And we have this like immense need, there's scarcity everywhere. And I think if you turn on the radio and flip open your phone, your, and even open up your emails, like I'm getting more things thrown at me than ever before, and I'm sure you are too. Uh, what we need to embrace right now is um, how to really filter what we consume. The the, the Christian This is key number two is to filter what we consume more than we ever have. You know, Philippians 4, um, whatever is true starts out with things to think about. The first one being whatever is true. And he puts that there, I believe, because we so often uh, believe in what is not true and put our, our mindset into what is not true. And so he starts off thinking about what is true. I think we need to be better at filtering what we consume and uh, what that requires, just from most of us, is to like put down our phones, to truly celebrate Sabbath and not get on your your Instagram or your news feeds, and to leave your Sunday or your Saturday or whatever day it is that you have like of rest, and like truly give that some mental space and an opportunity to just be. And uh, um, I got a little action, a little action tip that uh, I'd like to offer. I actually have one for every one of these. I, I missed the first one.
0: First we can, one. We can go back to those at first, the end if you want yeah, to. Yeah,
1: I'll, I'll go back to that, to the first one at the very end. But the second one here is this little action with uh, with regards to filtering what you consume is just to feed your confidence. To feed whatever gives you confidence. I think we need more of that. So if uh, you're not in the Word every day, that, that's that's of course square one. Um, whatever you're, you know, whatever you're reading if you're not a reader or a podcast or something like that, I, I think you should be. And now is a great time to, obviously you're listening to this, so maybe you're a little bit of a podcaster, but <laughs> everybody should be doing something. Everybody should be chewing regularly. Yep. Particularly you should be chewing on something that gives you confidence in what it is that you believe in. So that we, we have hope, um, you know, in this uh, resurrected Lord. So we should be feeding our confidence in a, a million different ways. For me, Practically speaking, I try to I try to read and chew on something every day that, that um, feeds my soul. It's a book, it's a podcast. Uh, I listen I listen to a ton of worship music, anyways. And now I think I've probably doubled it, <laughs> doubled my my uh, my need for it because there's so much that is competing for my attention. I'd rather just give it to what I know is going to give me some confidence. So uh, that's that's number two. So feed your confidence, and then the third. Um, mind frame here is uh, I think we're, man, our, our world is really confused about what really matters. They always have been. And you can see that they're in total disarray right now. And so the believer should really rise up and realize um, that that's not us. We should not be confused about what matters. We know that like when Paul says that he preaches Christ and him crucified, hey, we, sh- we should just be really simple minded be real simple-minded that right now our, our focus is Jesus. Our hope is in Jesus. We keep our eyes strictly on him. And so I know that our our worries could be on our 401k, if you have one or worries on like, what's gonna happen to the economy or what's gonna happen to your investments or what's gonna happen to the school systems or you know what's gonna happen around the corner. I have no idea and you don't either. Um, so to, to level with you you know we're just gonna put our hope in Jesus and we're gonna trust that he understands what's going on and he understands the feelings and the fear and the, and the insecurities that we have right now and uh man you know what we're gonna do is we're just going to make every day count we're going to focus on Jesus so that's Psalms ninety twelve 12 is uh, teach us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom let's do that let's let's be people that just make every day count and that's the key Um, That's the key for today. In a world of confusion, we're just going to make everyday count. Uh, We're going to focus in on Jesus. Some practical ways to make everyday count is, um, you know, I I think if you reflect more than ever right now, you won't regret it. Um, If you have some time of reflection, um, man, we're, we're trying to soak it up. We're looking at the bright side of a lot of what is going on. So like in our household, um, and it's it's regular it's regular it's more regular hang times than ever. It's uh, you know the, these fun outings and like you know like I said before like to hike. It's outdoor stuff, and we're just trying to eat meals together and laugh with one another and soaking up some time that maybe we we may not get quality time like this this you know quantity of time that we have like we have right now. We may not get that again in our lifetime. So right now, soak that up. Um, you know, r- rather than uh, use this as a time of, of, you know, retreating from uh, family time, man, we're really leaning in on good quality family time. So, um, so my, my action for that, my action step for you when it comes to making everyday count is really making it personal, um, you know, to, and the way I wrote that is just to c- connect daily with people. Nothing's going to make a difference in what you do right now in this season like your connection to people. Nothing, not one thing that you do will will change um, you or the world like that. And so it's a phone call, it's a Zoom call. You've probably been on a million of them. You told me about a three-hour Zoom call today that you were on. <laughs> it
0: was amazing.
1: Um, it couldn't have been. say that
0: in the most sarcastic <laughs> <It> way <could've laughs> been.
1: possible. Um, you know, but it's like, hey, when somebody comes to your mind, it's like that friend that's far off, or it's that person that's around the corner that you every once in a while speak to. And uh, it's just picking up the phone. It's, it's texting, it's calling. It's, I know it's sometimes hard to meet with people, but it's it's really going out of our way to make a personal connection. When uh we know everybody needs it, we know need we need it, but and I don't I don't know a way to make a day matter more than through human interaction, family, friends, loved ones, things like that. So that's what I got for us.
0: Love it, man. Love it. Okay, so tell me if I I wrote these down as we were talking. So yeah. if we're going to use this virus to our advantage, number 1, we're going to embrace the brokenness mindset. That's right. We're going to recognize Uh, and unashamedly, we depend on God. Yeah. We don't have the answers. We don't have it all together. And can I just say that on behalf of the student ministry right now? Like, what's the best way to reach a student on Zoom? (laughs) I don't have all the answers right now, nor should you feel like you have to have all the answers right now. I think it's having a spirit of of willingness and flexibility that, you know, if the game has changed... And the the students are in another arena. I'll I'll pick up my cross and go to that arena, right? And and reach the students there. So yep. we just can't go in with all the answers though right now.
1: Um, yeah, I I love I love the way you're you're processing that because um, that truly is like the uh, the genuine approach is the best approach. Right. It's recognizing like when you're ministering to students or talking to anybody. It's like, hey, if you're scared, you can be scared. Vocalize it. Like, if if there's some things that you're you're worried about right now, or some things that you're processing, or however however you're dealing with this, um, exposing that to people is really what they're hungry for.
0: Yep, yep, for sure, for sure. Okay, point number two.
1: And and wait, the oh, action, the okay. action point that I did not mention for the first one is really yes, to, that's
0: right, that's right.
1: It's uh, to admit dependence. Yep to admit dependence. And the way the Christian does that is every day. You wake up first thing in the morning or whenever you do some time with Jesus and you recognize your need uh, for him. And uh, usually the word I I often utter is uh, surrender. You know, I, I surrender uh, my day, my agenda, my schedule, my dreams, my goals, and they're yours. I, I surrender who I am and do that every day.
0: Love that. Love that. One of our coaches... I think commented on one of our Instagram posts. Uh, we we're just, we we're talking about the Lord's prayer and uh, what a prayer of admitting our dependence on God. Um, they were saying instead of like singing the happy birthday song when they're washing their hands, yeah, because <laughs> we're all washing our hands a lot, or at least we should be right now. Um, just reciting the Lord's prayer while you're washing your hands. Practical thing. It's super cheesy. Brilliant. But you know what? I'm that guy sometimes. It's so brilliant. I own it. I, I recognize <laughs> my broken brokenness. Right. Um, okay. So point number two, um, we are going to filter what we consume, uh, which is huge. There's so so much to to consume right now. Uh, the tiger, the tiger man, on Netflix. You, you, <laughs> sh- you should definitely. Consume that right now. You should
1: definitely definitely maybe consume that that, <laughs> that that has some salty language.
0: <laughs> uh we'll, we'll edit that out later. Yeah. Um and uh and in response to that, you just challenged us, let's feed our confidence. That's right. Feed our confidence. That's and right. then the last thing, uh, let's make every day count. Make everyday count. And how do you make everyday count? You connect with people daily. That's right. You and got it. And you can't connect with people so easily, especially like we're, we're on the heels of, I think, just hours from now, the uh, stay at home order goes into effect from Arizona. And you're pro- probably listening to this days, days later. I think we're going to release it this Friday. But um, don't let the limitations of the four walls that you sit inside keep you from going after people uh, digitally. Um, we we have to be willing to take risks right now in this season. So uh, you don't have to have all the answers. You just have to have a willing heart. So go get them.
1: Yeah. You know what I, I would say? Just um, that was like a good good wrap up right there. It's, I would, that'd be a better wrap up than what I'm about to say. <laughs> That's okay. Um, so I gonna have to put this after you know before what you just said. But um, I think that you know yes we have a stay at home you know mandate or suggestion or order. Um, all the while, that does not re- that does not keep you from going and, and hiking with uh, your students. A couple of them at a time. You can grab two or three and go out and hike. You you, you don't have to do everything remotely. I mean, some parents may not want any type of interaction at all, but even according to what um, the governor's asking us to do, does not restrict us from having conversations in public. You know, it does not restrict us from going out and going to a park and and hanging for a little bit. Um, Obviously, we'd want to be in a place where we'd keep ourselves safe. But here's what I'm assuming, that um, everybody's kind of on a different spectrum when it comes to the way they want to interface with technology. Um, I think what everybody appreciates is that one-to-one connection, which takes a lot of time and a lot of energy. But if you want to really connect with your students right now is the time to do a one-to-one uh, whether that's zoom or FaceTime, or it's a phone call or you, you go out and you take a walk and can you hang with them somewhere? I think right now is that time when like you can get them into a big group zoom thing. That's fine. But what they're gonna be craving for because they're not gonna get a lot of this. What they're gonna be craving is some one-on-one interaction. So I just want to encourage coaches. Um, don't, don't you don't have to keep everything into cyber land. You can still live in the world of of human-to-human interaction when it's when it's safe and um, yeah, obviously when there's some um, some guidelines in place.
0: Yep. Love it, man. You're you're a bold, fearless leader. Love that encouragement. Um Man, coaches, thanks for listening. Uh, I just want to encourage you. Um, it, it almost feels it feels like this is so heightened right now, but I I want you to hear, you know, this is our heart, me and Dustin both, that um, you you are on the front lines of student ministry. You always have been, and you are just as much on the front lines now, and more than ever, really, because the weekend you know gathering is gone, and. Uh, how you engage right now is what pushes the needle forward, um, perhaps more than it has in a long, long time. So, uh, so lean in right now. Let's all take advantage of the virus together, and uh, and let's keep keep getting better as coaches. We I think we say it every time on the podcast. When the coach gets better, the whole student ministry gets better. So, thanks for listening. We love you guys, and uh, we'll see you next time.